0: hey guys it's x and i just realized as i'm about to put the episode out there tonight that i fucking deleted the disclaimer the other night and my voice is completely shredded from doing a concert last night so i can't really record shit tonight so anyway we got the episode for you uh it's me kyle and special guest jeff bell and uh i hope you enjoy it and we'll see you guys next time Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast. We are a semi weekly progressive political and devoutly anti religion podcast based in the Wonder Bread, eating as the body of Christ capital of the world, where they chase it with fucking water. Uh, the wonderful state of Utah. Uh, we never claim to be impartial or fair, but we do promise a whole bunch of left leaning, socialism loving, atheist, Satanist, humanist commentary each week. This is episode number 96. God damn. And uh, since it's Monday, as you find folks are hearing this, we've got a whole lot of current events for you guys to consume. We've been uh, getting a lot more downloads lately, so I know that some of you guys are hearing us for the first time. So as far as introductions go, hi, I'm X, or Chris, whatever the fuck you want to call me. And uh, I'm your host, and joining me this week is none other than that bearded badass of banality, Kyle Steinblake. And you're muted again. You did the hotkey. I Kyle did the
1: hotkey. The- I did I set up a mute hotkey and it it's betraying me we just That's talked about it before it
0: even turning on the mic and like yeah <laughs> like clockwork <laughs> so what's been up with you man you missed you were you were gone last week what's been going on with you
1: oh yeah well I was uh gone last week uh, <laughs> oh that was a fun week um, so <laughs> no, it so wasn't. it was <laughs> it was uh, I don't want to get too much into it but it oh. was the year anniversary of when uh, my dad lost all brain function um and also we had to put my dog to sleep
0: oh so, yeah we we did yeah. bring it up on the show where yeah. we're like we, we said <laughs> yeah. dog that broke its back and it's like oh god oh god that's yeah. terrible that's horrible <laughs> so yeah. i mean so yeah what's happening was, funny know... with you lately <laughs> 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 dance fucking monkey dance <laughs> do a no. soft shoe. no i'm just kidding <laughs> oh let's see uh nothing's really been going on up with me lately uh, i'm back to doing podcasting <laughs> i'm done with vacations and stuff for a while uh kyle and i are going to go to a concert tomorrow so we're recording this on a friday so we're hey. gonna go we're gonna go see Coheed in cambria pretty goddamn yeah, excited for that love that band we
1: are. And just before just before... oh god my tomorrow's gonna kind of suck because just before the concert is the the national march for science
0: oh yeah When's the when's the highway cleanup for atheist of Utah? Is that Sunday?
1: Oh, or is that tomorrow got too? Moved. That was uh, so yeah, was supposed thought... to be Sunday. It couldn't be Sunday, but we
0: had to move it. So yeah, I'll get back
1: to you. <laughs> I don't know. It's not... It's on our calendar. No, I was, I was.
0: Only reason I brought it up is only because I was like, "Man, <laughs> you got a busy fucking weekend. I'm not going to go be picking up trash on the highway. <laughs> as much as I might want to help with stuff like that, I'm like I always got no. out. I got an out. I no. got little kids. I can't do that. <laughs> no.
1: We don't. We don't. We don't have the. We don't have the highway cleanup this week. We do have our uh, monthly speaker event
0: on oh, Sunday. Yeah. The um well, the, uh, with doctor 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 Clark yes dr clark
1: doctor, who, dr he, clark, clark is going to be doing his uh one of his presentations this one's called uh, miracles morals and medicine why god won't heal amputees
0: because he's but, a doctor that makes maybe,
1: but maybe people can yeah he's
0: he's a doctor uh, that makes uh brain controlled um mm-hmm. prosthetics
1: yeah, it's one of the things he works on. He does a lot of biomechanics and bioengineering. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, he's he's a
0: really he's a really cool guy. Just don't cross him. <laughs> <laughs> he can be a dick. <laughs> he can be testy as shit sometimes. But I've never been on the bad side of it because if I'm wrong, I oh I own up to it. I'm not no, one of those I, double down just, on being just, a dumbass. It's just one
1: of those guys. He's got like like three doctorates. So when you're wrong about something, he lets you fucking know. Because and all of us would going, appreciate
2: that. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, keeps going. It, the real issue is he keeps going uh, past the point of you knowing you're wrong, uh, and he has to explain to you uh, and let you know why everything you said is wrong.
0: <laughs> just like a just like a PhD would do. That's training you at co- yes. at college, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, he approaches most of his interactions that way, uh, and we 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 love him for it. Good guy,
3: Jefe, what is a plethora? Why, wapo? Well, you told me I have a plethora, and I just would like to know if you know what a plethora is. I would not like to think that a person would tell someone he has a plethora and find out that that person has no idea what it means to have a plethora.
0: This story comes to us from CNN, and as Senator Cory Gardner began answering questions at a chamber luncheon, he was suddenly interrupted by the sounds of a mariachi band that were filling the room that he was in. Pardon. A Republican <laughs> senator from Colorado is one of several lawmakers who has come under fire for refusing to schedule a public forum with constituents. So he's been dodging talking to uh-huh. everybody in his you know congressional district. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's exactly why the band... And dozens of other protesters were at the Cheyenne Mountain Resort on Wednesday. It was a private luncheon uh, (laughs) where only members of the Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs is super fucking Christy. Christy. It's so Christy. That's where mega churches and,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. oh, it's terrible over there. Uh, Only the members of the Chamber of Commerce were given a chance to meet with a guy and ask him questions, an opportunity that many constituents have wanted for months. So the six piece mariachi band paid the $250 fee. To join the Chamber of Commerce so they could attend.
4: And then when Gardner started answering
0: questions, the ba- the band began began with a serenade called Donde está Corazon, which means in English, where is my heart? <laughs> so they were trolling him with mariachi music. <laughs> oh. That's awesome.
1: uh, how long did they how long did they get to go before they got escorted out?
0: It didn't say, that's... but I, I oh, can just imagine that's what I want.
1: because I, I... I hope, I secretly hope in my heart of hearts that they just let him go.
0: That's what they should do. I mean, if the guy doesn't want to make himself look like more of an asshole, let them finish their song. I mean,
1: yeah, I love
0: mariachi music, man. Like, hey,
1: no, there's very little that beats a good mariachi band.
0: Like, yeah, a good one.
1: <laughs> you don't want to think... mm-hmm. We. Well, you have to qualify. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's something that can go very wrong very quickly.
0: Well, it's just like I, I would love for just for some group like Voodoo Glow Skulls to just interrupt a fucking congressional meeting one day and start doing Fat Randy. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be amazing. <laughs> uh, so here here it is, Corey Gardner. Pay attention to your fucking constituents because they're, it's like this rash of these people that are members of representative government deciding that they're not going to talk to their constituents anymore. It's like. That's not how it works, man. That's not how it's supposed to work. And of course, Paul Ryan is being the the paragon of this because he's not talking to anybody in his district.
1: Yeah, no, he's he afraid still, to talk to anybody.
0: But he he like went on a fundraising spree and raised a shit ton of money. We're we're talking like an obscene amount of money. I can't give you dollar figures, but I I read the total and I'm hmm. like, "Good God, like Why do people? Why do we still allow this whole Citizens United thing to happen? Why? Why aren't people more up in arms with the fact that corporate money is like buying every candidate that's out there, and they don't don't give two fucks about the people that vote for them?
1: I don't know why. I don't know why people aren't just
0: how How are you not pissed
1: off? Uh,
0: If you're not pissed off, what the fuck? How are people not pissed off that the Senate has essentially become parliament now because they they got rid of the 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 60 vote uh, uh filibuster
1: well they yeah they became parliament but less way way less entertaining
0: yeah at least because with mps have, have you, you, know? you,
1: have <laughs> you ever watched? have you ever watched any parliamentary videos
0: yes sir have you ever watched <laughs> any
1: other sessions because my god if if our if our senate or congress could debate like that uh oh, it'd be amazing
0: yeah, because we'd have a lot less, you know, closeted assholes that would Yeah. If you could be
1: instantly on the floor you called on your shit on the floor.
0: And, you know, people actually fighting back about it, that'd be great. But these mm-hmm. assholes are just too chicken shit to even show up to their public events. They keep canceling like, Oh, well, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I don't I don't I don't wanna be yelled at. Like we had the asshole last week, I don't know you didn't hear this one, but the guy that was saying that uh him doing what he does in Congress is a service to the public.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I, the, yeah, the, I heard. The, the asshole
0: okay. that was like, uh, oh, uh, wait, no, where he's saying like it's bullshit that, you know, I, I, sh- uh, me, I shouldn't have to, uh, you guys don't pay my, ta- yeah, may pay my salary. I pay my salary with my taxes. I do. It's like, oh, well, you're going to be one of those assholes that thinks that your money goes to where some magical place where you get to decide where it <laughs> goes as a tax paying citizen. No, that's not how it works, man.
1: I pay myself to be here, goddammit. <laughs>
0: it's what it sounded like. And you're paying yourself to make yourself more mm-hmm. money, and that's how these fucking people work, and people need to be more mad about it, goddammit. Get upset. If you're not upset by listening to stuff like this, I, I honestly don't know what to tell you. We'll get back to atheism here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You should be mad about all things.
3: Why do they have so many children? Because every time they have sexual intercourse, they have to have a baby. But it's the same with us, Harry. What do you mean? Well, I mean, we've got two children and we've had sexual intercourse twice. That's not the point. We could have it any time we wanted. Really? Oh, yes. And what's more, because we don't believe in all that papist claptrap, we can take precautions. What do you mean? Lock the door? No, no. I mean, because we are members of the Protestant Reformed Church, which successfully challenged the autocratic power of the papacy in the mid-16th century, we can wear little rubber devices to prevent issue. What do you mean? I could, if I wanted, have sexual intercourse with you. Oh, yes, Harry. And by wearing a rubber sheath over my old fella, I could ensure that when I came off, you would not be impregnated. Ooh. That's what
4: being a Protestant's all about.
0: So recently, uh, there was a professor emeritus of economics at MIT uh peter Temin is his name i believe he said that the the richest large richest and largest economy in the world is go, is coming to have an economic and political structure that looks more like a developing nation we have entered a phase of regression and one of the easiest ways to see it is in our in our infrastructure our roads and bridges look more like those in thailand and venezuela than those in the netherlands or japan I mean, he's got more examples coming up. Yes, but fair. yes <laughs> in- Infrastructure. That's,
1: that's fair point. Uh, yeah, you. I'm on board with you so far. Yes, okay. Yeah, infra-
0: infrastructure in this nation is absolutely fucking horrible. Uh, Yeah. And it's because nobody wants to bring up bills to the, the Congress and go like, hey, we want funding for this one thing. And they're like, oh, we'll give you funding for that as long as you fund this and you fund that and you fund this and you fund that. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that when you come to Congress and you want to talk to the people that hold the purse and you go, hey, look, we need money for this project. You should be able to get that money without a problem, as long as it's a worthwhile project. Fixing roads and bridges, highways, you know, airports and stuff. And and, I mean, as much as we we lambast Trump
1: after after you get over the fact that you should be pissed as shit that you even have to ask.
0: Yeah. And it should. And we lambast Trump for this shit all the time because mm -hmm. he wants to do this infrastructure stuff, but yet he's not putting really anything forward. He's at least got a bill out there right now for a 200 billion which honestly is chump change when it comes to overhauling the infrastructure in this mm-hmm. country.
3: Yeah,
1: it is. At least yeah, it would be it's a start. A lot you know? more there.
0: But the problem is uh, if you read into it a lot of it seems to be, you know, private corporations getting the money and stuff. So we're talking about more highways becoming toll roads and a lot of it's going to airports which, you know, as a a national thing, we have to have airports. And it's it's Yeah. But the thing is, we don't treat it like a a commodity. We don't treat it like a utility. It is a privately held organization kind of thing. Like, the airport isn't owned by the government. So, there are going to be for-profit organizations and centers that we don't get to see anything of. You know, I mean, the government pays, gets the stuff and they pay for it. And, of course, they make taxes. But the thing is, you're you're fooling yourself if you think that United and all these other companies aren't looking for all the other fucking tax loopholes to get out of it. So... Anyway, to, to keep on going here, he says it goes even deeper than that. Uh, he uses a famous economic model created to understand developing nations and to describe how far income inequality has progressed in the United States. The model is the <laughs> work of a West Indian economist called W. Arthur Lewis and the only person of African descent to win a Nobel Prize in economics. And for the first time, this model is applied with uh, systematic precision to the United States. And the result is pretty goddamn disturbing. So in the model of a dual economy, which is the Lewis model, much of the low-wage sector has little influence over public policy. We got that one, so check, yes.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, And let's see, the the high-income sector is keeping wages down in the other sector to provide cheap labor for its own businesses. Yep, Yeah. there's another check. (laughs) And the other one here is says that social control is used to keep the low wage sector from challenging the policies favored by the high income sector.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a big, pretty big check right there. Yeah.
0: So there's there's three of of, <laughs> of this thing that that they brought up in the article here, and uh, I'm gonna have it in show notes. I'll actually have links this week because this is something yeah. that you guys should really go read up on because it's it's pretty goddamn scary to think about the United States potentially being a third world country for, for most of its residents. I'm not saying all of them economically. Yeah. But economically, yes, we, we are at a point where the poor stay poor. I mean, just talk to uh, Tucker from the atheist in the trailer park podcast, and he can't Mm -hmm. do anything to improve the way he is because the money just isn't there around him. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, yes, there are people that are rich living near him in Kentucky. Well, I'm sorry, Kentucky. No, sorry, Tennessee. Sorry wrong state (laughs) completely wrong state but just as broken. it might as Um, well
1: yeah might as well be
0: (laughs) but the thing is is that these states and a lot of these places they they have the the system is gamed for the people that are at the low end of the spectrum or they're going to stay at the low end of the spectrum and if they don't stay at the low end of the spectrum they go to prison and somehow become slave labor (laughs) you know that's where we are as a country and it's goddamn scary and it freaks me the fuck out when i start reading on this stuff it's like I mean I'm not feeling the sting of it, but the fact that I could feel the sting of it, and so should all of you people out there. You should be worried about yeah. this kind of thing because all of us are about two paychecks away from being there.
1: <laughs> uh, two is being being pretty generous. Yeah, I am,
0: I am being generous. I'm I'm literally probably <laughs> one <laughs> like
1: if, and like one one paycheck, and I'm fucked. That's just really what it is, right?
0: I mean, honestly, I could uh. I could get a medical bill that could fuck up my stuff for, <laughs> for the, you know. I mean, we can all do that right now. Even under ACA, we could get a giant medical mm-hmm. bill, and you're fucked for life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Might as well move to another country. <laughs> Which honestly, <laughs> it's starting to look. I gotta make That's sure I have some marketable skills. To too it. bad. Yeah. Hey, uh, Sweden. <laughs> I can podcast. Are you guys okay with podcasting? <laughs> you want some podcasters <laughs> over there? I'll come and beat up PewDiePie.
4: (laughs) With all due respect, Mahatma, I am a certified yoga instructor. Oh,
3: really? Who was your guru? Carl Smith, but an honorable yogi. Why is it so fucking hot in here? We're doing Bikram yoga. Well, you know, in my day, we did a traditional form of yoga, where the room was normal and you didn't sweat your balls off. You seem stressed, just... Take a breath and flow your chakras down into your heart center. What the? Fu- Never mind. I'm leaving. Fuck all of you. <laughs> you don't know what that means.
0: Yoga. Fire. I'm kidding. No, I, I, I can't do the whole Ken Burnsy kind of thing where I'm like, ah, let me start with one word and let it sink in for a second. I am not NPR enough for that shit. Anyway, <laughs> yoga and the practice thereof. You know, you know, stretching and breathing—the the the, the whole—that's all yoga really is. It's stretching yeah. and breathing. Uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of woo that comes with it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got this article that comes from uh, Hemant Meta at the Friendly Atheist blog, and he's talking about a Catholic school that has discovered a trick uh, to Jesus up yoga so it doesn't spiritually what? harm students. So <laughs> just hang on, Leo there's a There's a college in Kansas called the Benedictine College, and their yoga classes were very popular. but some students, teachers, and alumni had concerns about this because yoga, you see, is part of Hindu tradition, and they uh, felt that Eastern about. mysticism could have effects on the students. Those were scary air quotes there <laughs> so uh Stephen Minnis, the president of the college, says, "Yoga as created." has some has some potential for eastern mysticism which has caused concern among members of the catholic church Uh, archbishop Naumann has expressed his concerns and the issues surrounding that we asked ourselves if there's a way to bring up those yoga benefits to our students and faculty without the possible effects of eastern mysticism and they're currently investigating other alternatives so you want to know what their alternative is (laughs) They introduced a class that's called Lifestyle Fitness. They rebranded yoga as Lifestyle Fitness. It said, starting in 2017, the college will be offering a stretching and breathing class called Lifestyle Fitness in replacement of what is traditionally called yoga. (laughs) And Menace believes that students are still hoping to reap the physical benefits of yoga and currently searching for close alternatives. It's just a word, people. It's a word and you're letting it trip you up to the point where you have to, you know, spend money to make it <laughs> to make it better for your Christy people out there.
1: Oh man. Well, I mean, that could have been so much worse too.
0: Yeah, it really could have.
1: I mean, really
0: Stretching for Christ or something like that. You know? Yeah, stretching
1: <laughs> for Christ. Well, even, even if they didn't change the name, uh but but, you know, uh, Jesus-themed, Christ-themed <laughs> yoga poses.
0: And let's see, it's, uh, it says that uh, my personal belief is, this is the the same guy that was talking earlier, um, Stephen Menace, says that I'm not sure the spiritual harm of yoga could come to our campus, but I believe it better to be safe than sorry. Spiritual harm. <laughs> How, do you, do, um... I don't care what it's called, so long as it's only physical. Oh, and there's places I could go with that statement. I could just go <laughs> and go <laughs> and go until I'm dehydrated, then go some more.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's impressive. I could probably go for maybe two and a half minutes, but
0: <laughs> no, I just think it's funny that uh,
1: <laughs> maybe three if I stretch and breathe. before Christians
0: are just so they—they don't know about phrasing. They don't know that. jesus got it so hard at the end like really really that's the Uh, phrasing you're gonna uh, go with guys come on (laughs) all right let's see what else does he say about this thing oh my personal belief that yoga has become like kleenex a generic term for stretching and breathing (laughs) kleenex is a brand name not a generic Mm -hmm. name (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh this guy does not understand terms you fucked up
1: your own metaphor
0: (laughs) no so Jane Romano, the school coordinator for disability services, services, thinks that all of this is pretty ridiculous. She points to the mental and physical health benefits of yoga, as well as the shadiness of taking something from another culture and labeling it something else in order to be more comfortable with it.
1: <laughs> there's a, there's a term for that. And I'm I'm having a hard time thinking of it. Ah. Uh. Uh, something yeah (laughs) Um, i i think i think it's a it's combustible appetizer there you go yeah there we go that's that's gotta be what
0: it is and she says um throughout the country there's a huge increase in mental illness anxiety and depression and benedictine is not immune to that she says there are students who suffer from things that yoga could help with and i think it would have been beneficial to our students to have someone teach them these things to help manage their mental health And so she said, as for the lifestyle fitness class being offered next semester, she's unsure whether she will be taking part of it. And she says, I have a moral objection to taking something that people spent thousands of years working on and calling it something else. I don't see a conflict in yoga and Catholicism, and I don't see why we should call it something else to appease others. And so a lot of students agree with her and have actually launched a petition to keep yoga, you know, the actual word in their school.
2: Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And one of the students says, especially on this campus, people should be confident in their faith. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Keep yogi and yoga.
0: They should be confident in their enough to know that their pose isn't going to open you up any way to other powers. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> a, I don't know. Downward facing dog can open up.
1: <laughs> a, it opens up a lot of possibilities. It can
0: open up That's, your chakras and just, you know. Woo. Oh That's man,
1: not a chakra. is that a chakra or my asshole? I'm not sure.
0: And there's a lot of people, and this this comes from the the point counterpoint people here. So this is the uh the Catholic TV network EWTN. It's it's from their website. it Says many Christians who are former practic- practitioners of yoga, you know, so many Christians who did yoga say that mm-hmm. it is not possible to separate yoga from its religious origin, that the dangers of the occult remain and the occult really retaining the posture and seeking its purpose necessarily adopts a non-christian worldview opening the individual Mm. to spiritual forces as opposed to simply material ones who are opposed to their salvation stretching and breathing is opening you up to demonic attack according to the catholic church what does kid fucking do i mean honestly if we're gonna go there (laughs) what benefit does it have for you to be a priest and to touch little kids you know if you're gonna be worried about spiritual warfare and shit like that look within your own house first god damn it i'm so sick of people like i don't do yoga because i'm uncomfortable being fat and like putting myself in awkward positions especially because i hold gas (laughs) lots of gas so much gas i would have to take the hot yoga in order for to like to be Oh, yeah, yeah. See, that wasn't a fart. That was body odor. (laughs) Where everybody else is stinking. I mean, I'm pretty confident I could pull a couple of really good SBDs, but at the same time, it's like there would just be that one where I'd get in this weird pose and it'd be like, I'm like, oh, that was me. There's just, yeah, there's
1: some poses where Mm -hmm. you can't can't hold the pose and constrict those muscles all at the same time. It just doesn't. This doesn't quite work So that way.
0: the I'll, I'll always let Hemet finish off his articles here because he always ties it up at the end very well in his post. He says, I have n- literally no idea what any of this means. Needless to say, sitting in the lotus position doesn't make the baby Jesus cry. And if you think that it does, <laughs> it says more about the problems with your faith than anything to do with yoga. I love Hemet. I want to get, I want to need to interview him one of these days. He's a great guy.
2: So that's, so that's
0: So I've got a article from the Washington Post, and um, it comes from Jeff Sessions saying some stupid shit earlier this week. I mean, I mean, it's not hard to do when Beauregard opens his mouth. Some stupid always has to come out. <laughs> But this has to do with the the fact that Trump's travel ban was uh, is being upheld in Hawaii, of all places.
1: It, so, no, it was it was they struck it down, didn't they?
0: No, 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 no. The yes, well, no, they they they've kept it up because um, Jeff Sessions is suggesting that a judge from Hawaii, which he dismissively labels as an island in the Pacific, you know, not as like <laughs> in the fiftieth state of the United States or anything like that. No. Just an island in the Pacific should not be able to strike down Trump's travel ban. And so... Mm. So Donald mm. Trump says that the when he was a candidate that, that a certain judge of Mexican descent couldn't give him a fair hearing. Uh, it, it, apparently um, that same judge is going to be prevailing over this. Oh! <laughs> this travel ban that's coming up. So... Uh, but the funny thing is, so it, this is what he said. Um, Sessions told radio host Mark Levin, and I hope to God, none of you ever have to listen to Mark Levin because that, is, wow. I mean, as for right wing radio, he's he's terrible, but it's not it's not like Rush Limbaugh bad, but it's just, just as bad. I don't like the man at all. So he said on the radio station, he said, we are confident that the president will prevail on appeal and particularly in the Supreme Court because, you know, we installed a fucking guy there. Uh, if not the Ninth Circuit, this is a huge matter. I am really amazed that a judge sitting on an island in the Pacific can issue an order that stops the President of the United States from what appears to be clearly his statutory and constitutional power. Yeah, and no, that's not how that works. Hawaii's been a state since 1959, so calling it a yeah. island in the Pacific uh, means a that you're going to have to... a little bit dismissive. And you're essentially turning a whole state against you, <laughs> a whole fucking state that has, you know, two senators <laughs> that has a couple of House members. And it's like, you, you don't you guys don't know how to win from losing because you just put your foot in your fucking mouth every time that opens. And the second one is that the judge is not a Hawaiian judge. He's a federal judge who is on the Ninth Circuit. Uh, or no, see, what district would that be? Uh, He's he's in the district court and the United States is broken up into federal court districts. Mm -hmm. So, like, I I can't remember which one Utah falls under, but we have other states within that district. Hawaii happens to be the same thing. They share districts with other states. And uh, so the the federal judge is Derek Watson who is a serving on the district court in Hawaii. And in case you were wondering, he has some of that all important mainland experience and perspective because he worked as a lawyer in San Francisco. (laughs) And the third is that Hawaii does have major ports of entry with international travelers arriving regularly, Uh, you know, because they have beaches and stuff too. But I mean, let's not forget that that is like the, The naval command. There's like a gigantic fucking naval command center. (laughs) What?
1: There's a naval command center in Hawaii.
0: You know, and the entirety of Pacificom is there. (laughs) (laughs) No, I had no idea about that. And so, God, these fucking guys just. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean even Gorsuch has come out and said like look quit like uh quit attacking judges it's demoralizing and disheartening. And so Sessions is, <laughs> it's is a total
1: de- dick move
0: guys knock it off. So Hawaii's two democratic senators have responded saying and this is Brian Schatz unfortunate last name I'm sorry to say. Oh, uh, yeah. Mr Attorney General you voted for that judge. <laughs> the federal judge (laughs) and that island is called oahu it's my home have some respect i'm sorry sir he will not have any respect no and then we have um senator mazier hirono uh says that hey jeff sessions this is hashtag island in the pacific has been the 50th state for going on 58 years and we (laughs) won't succumb to your dog whistle politics damn Good word usage there. mm -hmm. And on the other one is that the people within the Justice Department have doubled down on it, saying that, uh, especially that island in the Pacific part, they're saying, Hawaii is, in fact, an island in the Pacific. It's a beautiful one where the Attorney General's granddaughter was born. The point, (laughs) however, is that there is a problem when a flawed opinion by a single judge can block the president's lawful exercise of authority to keep the entire country safe. The entire country is not under siege by ISIS, guys. It's not under siege by militant Islamism. It's it's not there, guys. It's just no. And so the the person that was uh that responded back to it was Ryan J Riley at Ryan J Riley. Go have fun with him. Uh, says that Hawaii is in fact an island in the Pacific. He said, "Good job." <laughs> so- Yes, <sighs> thanks for doing he that found yes, it is the fiftieth state, and it it matters <laughs> that's like that's like shitting on every Mormon in Utah like if they came out and said something weird about Mormons, like this state would turn for a minute because they'd realize, oh wait, there's still an r next to their name. It's mm-hmm. just you don't just belittle an entire fucking <laughs> state like that because oh. you're not doing yourself any favors, especially if you're gonna try to get reelected in twenty twenty which I don't think is going to happen <laughs> because I don't know if okay, you guys have not heard. At the and, They're going. No, I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's been some states that have successfully added to their uh, ballot rules that if you want to have your name on the ballot to run in uh, an election year, you mm-hmm. have to release five years of taxes, mm-hmm. not four. So if Trump wants to run in 2020, he has to release the four years that he is president. Plus the one before he got to be president. So (laughs) I don't think there's, there's going to be court challenges and stuff. If he makes it that far, which is going to be the, the interesting part. I don't know if he's going to make it that long. I would be surprised. I think we all would be. And, but that's going to lead us into the, the Trump roundup, which we'll be doing here in a minute. So (laughs) stay tuned. And we had the most beautiful piece of chocolate cake that you've ever seen. And President she was enjoying it and I was given the message from the generals that the ships are locked and loaded what do you do and we made a determination
3: to do it so the missiles were on the way and I said Mr. President
0: let me explain something to you this is during dessert we've just fired 59 missiles. All of which hit, by the way, unbelievable
3: from, you know, hundreds of miles away. All of which hit. Amazing. Unmanned. Brilliant. It's so incredible. It's brilliant. It's genius. Our technology, our equipment is better than anybody by a factor of five. I mean, what we have in terms of technology, nobody
0: can even come close to competing. All right, folks, you got us here for the Trump roundup on the 22nd of April. And we have a special guest commentator, Jeff Bell, from a uh, from the left show um, among other projects uh jeff go ahead and spiel to everybody what it is that you do sir
4: here that guy's an asshole
0: Total uh, asshole.
4: let's see every monday the left show at theleftshow.com. dot com tuesdays we have the world's greatest comic book podcast at world's dot com uh wednesdays geek therapist at geektherapist.com thursdays <laughs> holy shit i'm busy <laughs> uh, sidetracked most thursdays uh at the dot and then uh fridays we kicked the new show off about four or five weeks ago uh called jm and tom roast everything uh where my buddy tom Cheevers from netroots radio and i uh spend about a half an hour a week breaking down the historical context of news and events all over the world and you can also get that one currently at the
0: And if you want to Google them, it's Defendistrip Media, as in literally throwing somebody out a fucking window, because (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So we're going to be talking Donald Trump, and uh, apparently Jeff hasn't heard this one yet. Uh, Trump invited some people over to the White House earlier this week, and we've got a lot more to go off of. But Uh he invited Sarah Palin to the White Uh House for dinner, and she brought along some guests. And some people already know who the guests were, but for those that don't know... He invited Cat Scratch Fever Ted fucking Nugent over to the White House, along with whatever girlfriend he had at the time, and Kid Rock. So Kid Rock, Sarah Palin, and fucking Ted Nugent were over at the White House for dinner this week.
1: Yep, just (laughs) kicking it in the Oval Office. That was absolutely fan-fucking-tastic.
4: Look at this fucking (laughs) (laughs) That is...
0: Legs of inbreeding, right there. <laughs> so John Favreau, not not the uh, the director that we all know and love, and the guy from many many movies out there, but uh, he's the former speechwriter for Mister Obama. He mocked Fareed Zakira's comment earlier about how you know at this moment Trump has gone become presidential when he launched the tomahawks and everything. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. so uh, I think mm-hmm. in this picture Trump has become presidential just for having these white trash over the fucking <laughs> White House. <laughs> And so there's all these pictures that come out from it, and they're mocking uh the, the picture of Hillary Clinton that's hanging up in the White House because, you know, she lived there and did a lot of great shit while she was there. Yeah. But, you know, let's go ahead and stand in front of it and make a face like we're fucking smarmy high schoolers. But like everybody came to the White House dressed like they were about to go to the fucking club. It's like it's not like they were there <laughs> like in their like dressed up in a suit. No. Kid Rock came in a fucking like Argyle sweater with a giant like lapelled collar hanging out from from the inside mm-hmm. of it. And he, a, and
1: a and a trilby and a trilby. <sighs> Don't forget the trilby.
0: And Nugent came wearing a fucking cowboy hat. And I'm not against people wearing hats. I like hats. I just I can't wear them because my head's too goddamn yeah. big. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. but the thing yeah. is, I gotta, I gotta hook you up with my hat guy
4: because I have a giant head too.
0: Yeah, I, I was and, one of those assholes that had to get a special order graduation cap. It was embarrassing they as fuck. In uh,
4: in in a bigger size than my head. Yay! No. I need to get a, a hat. Good hat,
0: because I'm gonna get head cancer because I never wear hats and I don't have hair. <laughs> I don't do hair. Fucking hair. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, we were talking about hats in the White House. Look, I gotta dude, look cancer you,
4: on web. Yeah,
0: you don't wear a fucking hat inside the White House unless you are carrying a weapon. It's this yeah. kind of rule about yeah. military installations, you know, government installation, installations like this. You don't wear a hat unless you're like like SPs and stuff like that, or security police, military police. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, people packing can wear hats inside buildings because that lets you know they've got a gun. <laughs> but when you're fucking Kid Rock and Ted Nugent walking around the goddamn Oval Office with your arm candy, <laughs> just what the fuck do these people have any, any reason to be there at all? They have no oh. fucking reason. Considering,
4: just real quick, how I just rushed to the defense of Bill Clinton and his intern fetish. Yeah. I'm going to get on Ted Nugent for his arm candy. I'm not going no. to. Is she 13? <laughs> uh, but no, mine would be more age appropriate. Make no mistake. Uh, I'm not going to go off on how he's so strangely clutching onto Sarah Palin. <laughs> it, when, it, when you look at her face, makes me wonder if he's trying the poker in the back trick that never ever worked. No. Cuz that's I've seen that face before. <laughs> mm-hmm. poking me in the back is not going to work face. Um and it's not the douchebag hat on on Kid Rock. But it is. If you're not under arms, you don't wear a hat inside. <laughs> I I say right now as I sit in the house with a hat on. Yeah, but,
0: but that's that's your
1: house. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> that's your house. That's a, that's a civilian uh, you know, little room you've got there uh we're not talking about the fucking (laughs) we're talking about the fucking white house (laughs) that's no that's just no you don't do it
0: so i'm i'm just leading off with that of course we do have a lot more that trump has been up to so of course we're going to jump to the the vice news this week in trump's america one sentence that they give us for week 13 uh donald trump cut off public access to the white house visitor logs there's a whole fucking show there. I mean, that's <sighs> saying and they came thing. out like
4: those three fucking idiots from coming in so that nobody would know he had them over to the White House. Forgetting okay. for a minute, oh, does the does the king of shit Twitter posts forget that people can put pictures on social media too, you fucking moron?
0: <laughs> and Sean Spicer came out and said that people coming to the White House, especially those that are from K Street Deserve to have some anonymity when they're visiting the White House. No. (laughs) It's like, no, No. Sean, you're doing this wrong. No. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. He refused to call China a a currency manipulator, despite all of the promises that he made during the campaign to do so. Saying that he was going to label the currency. That was his day one. That was a day one thing for him. That
1: was a day one thing for him. Yeah, but it took the president of China explaining this. North Korea. He got like he got like a fucking <laughs> economics lecture from the President of China like uh no here's how here here's how currency works
4: <laughs> my There's favorite exchange rate theory, in that sort of thing where you figure out that as as smart people that have been doing this for a living explain shit to him with <laughs> and 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 paper dolls uh how how and, and i think this is indicative of the of the dangerous narcissism that drives this bipedal bag of shit and that <laughs> he stood up and said nato isn't obsolete anymore not i was wrong not alex jones is full of shit it's like suddenly with no changes whatsoever he's all no nato's not obsolete anymore <laughs> <Fuck> you <laughs> yep.
0: He has uh, accused the tax march protesters. I can't wait to see what's going to happen with the oh. science march. It's going to be going oh. on as we're recording. Well, you know, we're, we recorded this before, but, you know, that's that's behind the scenes kind of shit. Anyway, he said mm. that they were all paid protesters without citing any evidence, not realizing that as president of the United States, you really shouldn't be firing off at the mouth, accusing people of shit because it's going to come back to haunt you. Just like his whole, you know, well, being wiretapped at this thing. one.
1: And that one, that one goes even deeper now because his personal attorneys filed a uh, they they filed a a brief for an appeal to the courts uh, to ban protesters from his campaign rallies. <laughs> Doesn't citing, work that way. <laughs> they, their their complaint is that. Uh, to allow protesters at at his at the at the president's campaign rallies (laughs) i'm sorry it's ridiculous that that's even a thing
0: you know a three-month sitting president is campaigning
1: (laughs) (laughs) to uh, to allow them to allow them to protest is uh restricting the president's first amendment free speech rights
4: (laughs) i forget from time to time that Every once in a while, I get a little nuanced and that not everybody in the world listens to my shit. But one of the most concerning things about the Trump administration is the fact that in the same day that he was inaugurated, he filed to run again. Yep. What yeah. that does is, is it puts language and speech restrictions on anybody in a nonprofit status that wants to message against him. Yep. It changes the fact of how they can say what they can say, you know, and whether or not in some cases, whether they can say shit at all. Mm -hmm. So when you take that to its next conclusion, it's like Bannon is getting run out of the building because he's already done the sneaky shit that he needed to do, and now he's just turned into just sort of a grumpy specter that wanders the halls and asks (laughs) him seriously.
0: You got any gin? I want some gin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all out of gin. (laughs) Uh, Let's see what else he's been doing. Oh, he made a phone call to fucking tajib erdogan however you fucking say the guy's name you know the dictator of turkey and mm-hmm. congratulated him on you know fucking over the entire election that was going on there and all these sl- slimy sleazy shit that was going on with that election and the fact that oh man he's you know arresting people without warrants and you, you know he's he's following in putin's footsteps you know erdogan is is a putin light so he we're we're uh we're lining up the next Axis powers pretty fucking quickly, guys. It's getting pretty weird <laughs> that you can see the dominoes being set up slowly, and it's scary as shit. Uh, let's see, what else do we have on the news? Um, oh well, on top of that, uh, the Erdogan thing, the uh the the Trump Tower that's being built in Turkey, you know, just suddenly got a lot of its things that were holding it back removed, and you know they they're moving on with business now, and so, uh, yeah, so yeah the emoluments clause is not going to be brought up at all for that kind of thing at all you know because you know he he divested his business he he has nothing going on Mm
4: -hmm. sarcastic gasp! yay Uh, he had
0: the first Mm -hmm. white house easter egg roll (laughs) where he forgot to put his (laughs) hand over his heart when they were singing the national anthem (laughs) and i realized that he is the president and he doesn't have to he could stand at attention you know if he wants to but the thing is when (laughs) your immigrant wife has to nudge you to remember to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can imagine how many times he slapped her for that, and I feel bad for it because he's Ugh. a terrible fucking human being. You know, he's well, taking trips I... down to Mar-a-Lago. He's not going to visit her at the, the penthouse. <laughs>
1: no, no.
0: He I never mean, she's coming pictures... down there, but...
1: Are it's, you sure? You very rarely Maybe. see pictures of her down there.
0: They're going to divorce as soon as this shit's done. <laughs> you can just tell that... they're. They're on the outs. That's why only one kid stays with her. I mean, it is her kid, but the thing is, like, that's not even any kind of semblance of a family at all. So, yeah, Easter egg roll, where they kind of fucked it up, too. So, (laughs) he signed an executive order this week, you know, not getting anything done through Congress, even though he owns both houses, to encourage companies to buy and hire American, even though he... (laughs) <laughs> is not doing that with his own clothing lines and with mm-hmm. steel that he's buying for the XL pipeline, because that's all coming from Russia and China. Good job there, President. Great, great. Uh, let's see, we did the I, kid rocking already. Im-
1: I can't imagine a, a more uh, a more pointless executive order.
0: Let's see, he negotiated the release of an American charity worker and president in Egypt for three years, which is kind of cool, except like, there was a propaganda piece already ready to roll as soon as it happened this morning when they released it was like oh wait here's a video let's show how how dear leader has done great for this country it's like yeah, that's oh, yeah. kind of your job uh how about the and this is probably going to be one of the last ones that we have here because he uh was telling everybody that we had this carrier fleet Headed over to North Korea <laughs> to be stationed to fight back if something were to happen with the nuclear test and everything that was going on there, which it fizzled. Which I still fucking laugh about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like the whole world was watching you, Kim. The whole fucking world. <laughs> and you had this. He blow you, up the ocean some more. You had performance anxiety or something. I don't know, but you needed to take a Viagra <laughs> <laughs> because no, that. He limp dick that fucking missile into the. <laughs> what the hilarious
1: part about them is uh, they're not they're not even like exploding, they're no. just like you, do you, do you remember you you remember building those uh, model
0: rockets as a kid. The Estes brought model rockets. Yes. Yeah. Uh...
1: <laughs> and you you put the engine, in, you get all excited, you go, you know, the twenty feet away, you put the key and you push the button, and the rocket does like one little loop, and just plants into the ground.
0: My most disappointing one of those <laughs> was putting the the model rocket in there, and it had the stage where it would shoot the little, you know, the the paper thing up so it'd pop uh-huh. the cone out so you, it'd float down to Earth. Yeah, apparently they, they packed that in there too fucking hard and it exploded my rocket that I spent like three weeks making. I was so disappointed oh. as a kid. <laughs> like, you sit there and you, like, push the button, it's like...
1: It's like no yeah, i didn't I didn't ever I didn't ever really have the patience to do it properly as a kid, so I was always launching them when the glue was still half dry,
0: yeah, yeah, I was doing that too, and like <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna paint it really pretty, I'm just gonna get this fucking neon pink spray paint and just do the whole fucking thing while it's still wet
4: <laughs> we did I don't know if you guys did this, and i I do know I'm a little older than you guys, but a lot older, but a bit uh, we we <laughs> did rocket shots in elementary school, uh-huh. And, everybody'd go out and and they'd set up and and the rockets would go and all that mine was the uh tipped over right as i hit the button and shot into a class of second graders. <laughs>
0: awesome. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so so trump had told everybody and even all of our allies saying, like, look, we're there. We're there to back this shit up. They had Mike Pence go to the fucking border and, like, stare angrily <laughs> across. Stare the- down the he North was Greek. trying to stare down Kim Jong-un. Like, he had to make the meanest face that he could. And all I could see is, like, now there's a man that won't eat dinner with another woman. <laughs> it's like oh well <laughs> i know uh
1: his 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 stare his death stare just looked like he was he was pinching one back so hard
0: the, the, That watery what... diarrhea trying to hold it in your face that you make like oh the bathroom's a mile away i don't know <laughs> if i'm gonna make it guys so he told everybody that this carrier group was there to back everybody up come to find out it was about 1300 miles in the opposite direction going the other direction and mattis decided to come on tv and tell everybody uh well we're the the reason it was in the wrong spot is because of uh transparency like wait what (laughs) that's not how this works man (laughs) like now you want to be transparent (laughs) mattis knows how the navy works.
4: every time there's an armed conflict they gave him a ride to the war that's what the Navy does for the movie. <laughs> Madison fucking know better. And he shouldn't be out <laughs> making dipshit apologies like that. This is one of the few things that I caught and paid a little bit of attention to this yeah. week. Especially Sean Spicer's, you know, well, <laughs> this is your fault. This is you guys. <laughs> you said it was going to happen. We didn't say when. It's like, oh my Christ, are you shitting me? <laughs> like, Listen, McCarthy making fun of you could not try and bend reality (laughs) because nobody believe it and there you stand up there telling reporters that have been doing this for a living that you dumbass that it's them that it's like hey (laughs) it was happening you know next month no I watched the clips I saw what the fuck Trump said I saw what the administration said Mm -hmm. this is on its way if not there already some of those times (laughs) very powerful fuck you (laughs) for (laughs) Christ's sake which was, by the way, on The Daily Show. Um, was Trevor Noah making fun of that? He's, he's like, you know, considering uh, the Trump administration, uh, you got to wonder if the people in Australia watching our armada come play war games were like, they know this is Australia, right? They know this <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, <please. laughs> like, Look, mate, yeah, look, Korea's would, not this big. <laughs> There's other islands around. There ain't shit out here. <laughs>
1: Just imagine, you know, like twenty thousand Australians (laughs) standing off the shore, going, "All right, now, oh, other
0: way." (laughs) They're holding up fucking protest (laughs) signs with arrows pointing the right direction to Korea. (laughs) It's that way, and they even go through the trouble of putting miles instead of kilometers, (laughs) just for the Americans. (laughs) Oh man! So let's let's round it out with this week's POTUS tweets that. You know that we, we got some terrible ones here and I, I got two in particular. Number one is him talking about the military and he says, our military is building and rapidly becoming stronger than ever before. So it's becoming more it human than take,
1: human. It doesn't take much.
0: And he says this point frankly, it doesn't
1: take much for them to become stronger than ever before. All they have to do is hire one more guy with a gun.
0: And, <laughs> and this is the same tweet. Frankly, we have no choice. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, man, like is the military holding a fucking gun to your head and saying make us stronger <laughs> 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 i need more <laughs> <laughs> give me more and he's... aside from <laughs> all the military guys going i no, I,
1: I think actually we're good can we just can we just get the money to pay for what we've got can
0: you guys just please give us that can you like just pay airmen a little bit better or privates a I'll little bit better?
4: better the enlisted folks no <clears throat> no more- for the congr- you know, the conventional ground war we're gonna yeah. hold in the Europe. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, <laughs>
0: we'll yeah. give you guys oh, a sixty oh, oh, yeah. thousand dollars signing don't... bonus, but we're not gonna give you an extra two dollars yeah. a fucking paycheck. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, but you guys can't hire anybody else. Just don't make do, do with that, what please. you
0: got. Do more with less.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not, I'm not. I mean, obviously, I'm one of those you know insane, bleeding heart sons of bitches, but. I'm all for more money than the military, as long as it's getting into the hands of, of people serving in uniform that, yeah. that may or may not have started with bars on their shoulders, that it, that it, the federal uh, hiring freeze that that son of a bitch put out there basically screwed up the education, the on-base education system, mm-hmm. child care mm-hmm. system,
0: that they That people rely on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, and so it's not, cool. and it, yeah, yeah, and it's and it's not. It wasn't. It's not just as simple as turning a a tap on and off. Yeah. You can't go. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, no. You can hire people now. I was. Uh, no, that that shit takes a while.
0: I was one of those kids in military daycare because mom was working, yeah. dad was working, and I had to have an hour or two here because you know <laughs> they can't possibly make it work because they're broke as fuck and they need every bill, right. every dollar that they can fucking get. Right. Even though housing's taken care of, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. This still means we got to pay for food. No, to pay yeah, for I mean, everything the, the, else. It's
1: like, I mean the the air daycare. Be you know, it, it just it really just moved to the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we got to do something with the kids. I just let them run around the fucking dog park, man. Oh, Occasionally yeah. a dog shows up, they'll love it.
0: Well, that's why I became a latchkey kid at like eight, and just you know, <laughs> oh, let me go ahead and just uh, run around the base and go fuck with the people at the golf course, even though I probably shouldn't be over there. Uh, okay, the last tweet that we have here is the weak illegal immigration policies of the Obama administration. Still blaming Obama for shit. Allowed bad MS-13 gangs to form in cities across the United States, and we are removing them fast.
1: <laughs> they also developed crack and started selling it.
0: Obama administration made aids. That's that's exactly what happened. Homosexuality—that's all Obama's fault. At
4: <laughs> I, I this, Was that NATO? Maybe there's NATO. It could have been NATO. I don't
1: know. I don't know. One of them did the gay. One of them did the crack. I, I, can't, I can't keep them straight. <laughs>
0: like, this, this is our fucking president, guys. And I just—I'm <laughs> not going to take the time to explain the difference between
4: crack and gay to you. <laughs> Sometimes they're the same. Um, (laughs) Felching. Ah.
0: (laughs) I haven't heard that word in a while. Yeah, I think that's a good way. (laughs) That's a good time for us to end this clip. Okay, that does it for this week's episode of Current Events. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode coming out on Wednesday, which is going to be the weekly feature show. And we've got a good surprise for you this week. Uh, Before we completely wrap up this section, I, of course, have to give the biggest thanks to all the amazing patrons out there who support us each week. So many thanks go to our sustaining patrons, Angelica Pearson, the Godless Revolution podcast, Louise Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike, and Darcy Bowman for all the help and love that they've shared with us, and an extra pile of love, who she needs it because she's enjoying herself at ReasonCon right now, is Marissa McCool for being our number one patron. Thank you so much, Riz. Uh, She had some fun with a street preacher. You guys need to go find her Facebook yeah. profile.
1: Yeah, oh shit, Follow Man, that was that. amazing.
0: And she, there was a street preacher that came onto her campus at Penn State and, she eviscerated him for <laughs> for, the, for a good chunk of it. and It was amazing. Uh, so, however, money is not the only way the, to get our attention. But if you wish to do so, uh, please make sure you go to patreon.com slash and just donate at whatever level you feel comfortable at. Uh, if you don't have the budget, a quick review or subscribe on whatever you catch us on will help us out a ton. And we'll make sure to give you some due praise, like the handful that we got this past week. So really quick on YouTube, we have Archaeotic, Angelica Fook Emmanuel, and Owen Ryder. And on Twitter, uh, we have a Lakeview Christian church that started following us <laughs> and then probably subsequently stopped following us. <laughs> Ooh, what do you got? Oh, no. It's probably one of those auto-follow bots because there was something about Christ or Easter in there, I bet. Uh, yeah, we have I'm N- sure. Nick Jack Pappas. Uh We have Texas HS Football, so high school football in Texas. I don't know why the fuck that would follow us. There's so many junk accounts on Twitter for the amazing amount of fun that I have from there. <laughs> There's some just bullshit that comes up sometimes. Uh, we have Taylor Sappington, Content Powers, Alan Firkenhoff. Hey, Alan. Uh, Beer Belly Dancer, which is a clever fucking name. I love that name. Yeah, it is. Jenny Sebastian, Jessica Forbes, Carol Dacanet, uh, No Thanks, 678, Vicky Abelson, Charles A. Tiju, and Ryan Adams. No, not that Ryan Adams. Uh, so thank you guys so much. I wish it was that one. <laughs> thank you guys so much for enjoying our silly social media nonsense that we do we've had a lot more people following us on insta yes we're on instagram so go follow us there as well uh, so a final thanks go out to all the members of the panel so Kyle thank you for coming out but before we cut you loose we wanted to remind you that we'll be back again this week on Wednesday with our spe- features episode but until then you're welcome good
1: night everybody
0: and I think we get a bon of this somewhere I don't know no, no, we're not going to go. Nah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not happening this week.
1: Between saying that racism exists and is a problem in this nation, and saying that this is a racist nation, is those are two very, very different things.
0: Yeah, and I'm not saying. Uh, well, no, fuck it, I will say it. America is a fucking racist nation. I mean, for the most part, we <laughs> want to get beyond this kind of thing, but the fact is, we keep voting these people right. in that are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we have law enforcement that mm-hmm. is racist. We have court systems that are racist. We have colleges that are racist. And I'm not saying that mm-hmm. that they're going out there and they're calling people the n word or anything like that, but they are actively and systematically set up to be non-promotion, non—what uh, is it? Non-inclusive of minorities, especially black people.
2: Yeah.